Hey, this is Desiree. And this is Rachel, and you're listening to Diagnose with Children. Is this uh, Jersey Shore? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Camps are here. Oh, boy. Where's your poof on top of your head? My Snooky and JWoww look? Yep. Anywho, today we're going to talk about making babies. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. I did the old-fashioned way. I was going to say, not the old-fashioned way. The science way. Yes. Because science is cool. No, so in all reality, I feel like, um, and I'm going to try to say this the most, like, non-offensive way as possible, so I mean no harm, but as times are changing and it's becoming more acceptable for gay couples, I feel like, to have children, uh, the processes have probably become more complicated or less complicated, I guess, in a sense. Scientific, in a certain I would extent. Say, I less would say complicated, for same sex, I would say for same-sex couples, and through my eyes, being married to a woman, um, I would say as things progress um, in the world, they also get, like... It's easier now. It's more attainable now than it may to be have was a baby. Ago. So yeah. So I would say that part of having a baby way easier legally. That's a whole other can it's of still, worms. Yeah, and we'll get to that one yeah. in a different episode. Today we'll focus on the making process because I'm sure there's so many different ways. There. Are, so the main part of this episode is to explain your experience, but for others who are looking for what to do next. There are so many options. We may not have all the answers, but don't hesitate to send messages and ask certain questions about maybe resources, because I'm sure we can find some, or you may already have some that you can at least point them in a direction to feel like they're going down the right path, because there are multiple ways. So when you first decided that you were going to have kids, was it several years before you actually decided to go through with the process, or did you ever think about you know, multi- different processes than you ended up choosing. Well, honestly, you know, going back and forth, I mean, there was talk of maybe not even having kids sure. uh, because my wife at the time didn't know if she was ready to have kids okay. or anything like that. So um, I would say I started really, I always knew I wanted to be a mom and start a family, but I think it was like, right before the pandemic hit okay. i was like yep we need I'm to make about this to, I'm, I'm getting older um and i really want to have a baby and so i you know we talked we talked we talked we went back and forth and did you always know you were gonna carry yes okay there was no doubt in my mind that i was that like no gonna i'm gonna, gonna carry, carry for sure okay um you know, we're still working on I was going to say, and your wife goes back and forth. <laughs> yeah, she, we're still okay. working on that one. Because <laughs> um, it's not every day that you can say, hey, your turn. Did you know which... Pro- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice, though. Right? <laughs> Did you know which process you wanted to use from the beginning? Because I imagine if you had wanted kids before, had you ever thought about what processes you would have needed to use? Did you already know? Honestly, I was so, like... I was ignorant to a lot of things. Sure. Um, even legally, like I did was, you know, where babies came from. I no. did know that part. <laughs> I was, kidding. I'm a big ghoul, but, um, 
No, like, I kind of, I've always heard of, like, for instance, like, for same-sex couples, like, IVF. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what IUI was. Were you intimidated by the cost, too, though? Did it ever make you think that? 100%. Like, when all you thought there was really was IVF, were you like, fuck, how am I going to pay for this? Right, because I've had people that I know, um, close friends, who have had to do IVF. um, And it's tens of thousands of dollars each round and you're not guaranteed right any you know you're not guaranteed anything it's a whole process Mm -hmm. a medical process and it might not stick or multiples so i first went so then when i found out about iui Mm -hmm. i was like oh why don't you tell people what iui is it is uh oh god i can't interuterine insemination thank you basically it's a fancy word for saying that you're going to get pregnant via the same. It's not an embryo getting inserted. It's like the same method of getting pregnant as you would if it was a man and a woman in the process of having sex. However, there's no man. So it's still injecting. Semen. It's still putting. Yeah, it's still putting semen into into you to get pregnant, but you're just not doing it surgically is that the best way to explain it because are there other ways to it's not a surgical procedure no no it's not a surgical procedure and so obviously you'll go through the whole process later but so if anyone's wondering it's not a surgical procedure you are going to get we'll say injected for the lack of any other word to say injected with semen just like you would if you were going to have sex man and a woman this is going to get graphic so you have kids (laughs) go out of here but I just want to explain because I feel like there might be some people who don't know. So you are still going to get injected with semen either way you go about it. You're just not going to have sex to have it. And this is where body it. science comes in. Yes. So you're just not you're not going to have sex to get pregnant. So it was actually pretty interesting because the when I when my wheel started turning about this and like trying to learn about everything, I went to the seminar mm-hmm. up north. Um, in northern Minnesota, and it was actually a lot of, I think we were the only same-sex couple in there. Okay. But there was about five or six couples, and um, everybody kind of shared their experience Mm -hmm. and whatever. Um, But they seemed to be there because there was um, a lack of not being able to get pregnant. Sure. Um, and then they like they went through like insurance and they what the cost is mm-hmm. like they did all that the comparisons of IVF and IUI. So I'm assuming some of it had to deal with the husbands not being able to produce either or. Okay. Yep. Either or. So because some of them the because the, it's interesting women, how the women would have been taken anything out of that when well unless timing yeah it could be but so. Moral of the story is after this, after I went to this little seminar thing, I, I got really like let down because hmm. uh, basically I had a packet that I would have filled out mm-hmm. and the cost of it, mm-hmm. there was only certain things that at the time my insurance would cover because I wasn't, I didn't have a fertility problem. Okay. I was just in a same-sex so relationship. Were, right. So then I hit that road bump, and I yeah. was like, 
that's shitty. So it's going to be like, okay, all out of pocket. For people right. who don't know, if you, when it comes to having babies and you're having trouble getting pregnant and you have need fertility treatment, you have to go through, typically it's over a year of multiple processes to even be considered. So like, it's like a year of trying before they'll even consider you for fertility treatment if you don't have any known problems. And then after that, you have to go through multiple rounds of different treatment to even be considered really for something like IVF and other processes before insurances will chime in. So I think, I think with that seminar or whatever, mm-hmm. I think those people were it was already a stepping through, stone yes. for IVF. So and I didn't know that at the on. time. I just saw it online and I was like, oh, this is interesting because I didn't even know the process. Yeah. So otherwise, like, oh. your insurance won't cover anything. So then I kind of got discouraged because I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to come up? You know, how are we going to come up with thousands of mm-hmm. dollars? And, eh, whatever. So then, you know, I get talking to a couple people and some friends and they were like, you could just do it at home. And I was like. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you get that on Amazon? Right. Like, no, I was like, oh, okay. They're basically saying skip the doctor because the process can be made similar or, or like simpler. Than right. It. Okay. So then um, it's really up to the couple, but uh, we chose the known donor. Sometimes people, a lot of the times, uh, le- legal purposes, mostly people will go through sperm banks. Sure. Um, but what's the cost of a sperm bank? Do you know? Uh, anywhere from 1500 to 1800 Okay. And that's in Minnesota. I mean, it could vary. I, I have no idea. Okay. Did you ever look into, like, what what there is in a sperm bank? Like, do you fill out a questionnaire? Are there certain things that you can choose from or not choose from? You can pretty much I choose want anything. Red hair and freckles? Or, like, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, you can know. You can not know. Like, I mean, there's certain sure. things, you know, you could... Yeah, there's a whole bunch of questions, yeah. basically. Yep, that you can pick from. Okay. So, um, so we decided to use a known donor. Uh, they had to go through uh, certain things, uh, like get did a physical. You, did you know who you would have asked before? Like, had you ever talked to any the, your donor? Had, had you had this conversation before you had even gotten close Correct. to this process? And we had a okay. couple of people in mind. Okay. That were willing okay. to help. That were willing. Okay. Because that's the other thing, too, is that most people will, will go to sperm banks or whatever because... Then there's no tie to that. There's no... Well, and not just that, but it's just like, it's not... It's a lot to ask someone, I feel like, because not everyone's comfortable with it. Exactly. So... And there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you're not comfortable with it, it's not for you and that's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. So, like, don't look at your friends and be like, how dare you not do this for me? Because it's everyone's choice to do it. And there are lots of people who are absolutely okay with it. Yep. So, yep. So, uh, the donor that we chose, he got a physical, he did blood tests, he did all the, you know... To make whatever. sure that he was clean Everything and was, no STDs, yeah, no whatever. Exactly. And yeah, just to make sure he's healthy in general. And then after that process was done, uh, I, I tracked my ovulation cycle for a good five months, okay. five or six months. To see how regular you are and to be in tune and all yes. that kind of stuff. Yes. And luckily, my menstrual cycle and all that stuff has always been like spot on. Like, sure. so it was very 
easy after like the third month i kind of like could narrow down you knew when you the were two ovulating days. Yeah, yeah like and um the clear blue that's what i used mm-hmm. um i know there's tons of them that you can use but those ovulation kits are like they worked for you oh yeah okay. they, they really worked for me and so um yeah so when i got that <laughs> The 48-hour window, the mm-hmm. blinking, smiley face of my <laughs> highest peak of ovulation. I kind of knew after the third month, like, okay, like, what to expect and yeah. when to expect it. So, um, yeah. So, when we decided... It was go time. It was go time. We started in December. Okay. Picked a day... And we actually inseminated twice. Okay. Um, in your fertility in window. In my fertility yep. window. Yep. And then about, what, a month later? Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I was pregnant. Boom. Okay. But that is not, I mean, I've heard of it. Let's kind of explain a little bit. But it's not always like right. that. And we'll explain kind of, I feel like, why it's that way. So... If you're going to use a sperm bank, they're basically, we're just going to say they're going to give you a cup of whatever your designated sperm is. Typically, sperm would have to be frozen. That's how it's kept in a sperm bank. So I imagine that there are processes you can do at a doctor's office where you get that donated sperm and then the doctor will basically inject you with sperm. That's what happens. Um, in this case, they chose not to use the sperm bank, so not to use frozen semen. Mm-hmm. So they used what you would call fresh. We're not going to go into it and get lewd and crude, but use your imagination, people. We're all adults. Okay, what happened? <laughs> we said, had fresh sperm. Said Derner, my... <laughs> yes, gave her <laughs> sperm. And this is where it gets really intimate, and it's actually a really beautiful thing, is that your partner was actually able to inject you so you were able to have it sounds weird but like you were able to have still that kind of intimate moment that you would have had maybe in a different way of making a baby because your partner was actually involved that's what i'm saying so yeah the science the science behind it so and by um, injected we're not talking like long ass turkey turkey baster baster. i'm like i always tell people this i'm like it's not a big ass like turkey basting thing that i had to like stick all the way this was a super attainable thing a sanitized cup and a syringe bought at a local drugstore yeah all of those things were able to be used in the process it didn't have to be crazy and weird and like we took the syringe with the fresh sperm Mm -hmm. and my wife inseminated me with the syringe and we did this twice mm-hmm. within my ovulation window. And um, you sat with your feet over I your head. I sat with my feet over my head for about 40 Thank minutes each Jennifer time. Jennifer Lopez. And I yeah. was watching uh, Orange is the New Black. And I may or may not have been Snapchatting uh, a close friend Mm-mm. while doing it. <laughs> um, and filming my wife and her ridiculous antics that she was doing she <laughs> claims she has miracle hands and she does um but yeah so sat with my legs up 40 minutes each time and then afterwards yeah not even a month later then we took a prego test and bam baby i got a bible so 
some of the things behind it is, and the reason you're sharing your story, a lot of it is to make it seem like it, it is attainable. Because I think there are several couples who either just don't know where to start or where to look or how the process works. Um, because there isn't a lot of information about it, to be completely honest. Yeah. There isn't much out there other than like medical things. And you guys were able to obtain it in a way that wasn't threatening. And you said you've known other couples who have used... Um, sperm banks but they've gotten their sperm and then done it at home also yep. in that more like intimate personal way so both and were included. more cost effective way mm -hmm. i'm sure too where there's no medical bills the only important like the biggest piece of that is that sperm do die over time so freezing them or temperature control is a big thing for you guys you didn't have to worry about a thawing process or anything where you had to get just right on the temperature whereas you might have to if you chose to do it at home with uh, sperm bank sperm but i feel like your story is very like um straightforward and it also just seems more obtainable for yeah. people because not everyone can afford to do a whole medical process nor do people want to some might want that more intimate interaction but that's why it's not necessarily going to take the first time just like a regular pregnancy right not every single time that you have sex are you going to get pregnant so not every single time that that process happens are you going to get pregnant or is that pregnancy going to stick so i feel like it would be really try to be encouraging to the fact that it may take a few tries it may take a few months to get to get it or even for it to stick just well, like a normal pregnancy well and you know so i found out around Christmas time mm -hmm. that we were pregnant. And then I think it was in the middle of January, middle of January, or maybe it was in February. No, it had to have been January. It had to have been like the end of January. Um, this is so random, but I had a dream mm -hmm. um, that I was actually getting beat up. I've never had a dream that I was getting oh, beat up in my life. Are great. And um, out of all things, I was getting kicked in my stomach. Oh, no. But when I woke up, mm -hmm. I woke up in a pool of blood. Oh. So that was my mind telling me I was cramping yep. and I didn't know. I got scared. Sure. Because I'm like, okay, I may be miscarrying or what? I mean, because it was so... New. I, I mean, remember it was that, so, yeah. that scenario that you had. And so, and I waited the whole day. I waited the whole day because I didn't go to urgent care and I should have. Because, I I mean, I did stop bleeding. It wasn't yeah. like. It wasn't constant. You right. had to stop. Yep. Yep. And so, um, but it ended up on being, a, I don't know, something in there. I forgot what they had called it. I know what you're talking about. They're actually pretty common. They're not super it a, uncommon. It's not a paw. No, it's not a paw. What no. is it? It wasn't an actual clot either, was it? No. It was, I don't remember what they're called, but they're not super uncommon. It does happen. It's basically like a pocket of blood or something like that. Well, and they it? said, and it was so, because my doctor at the time, he, he was like, he was like, that is so interesting. It was bigger. Mm -hmm. The thing that passed mm -hmm. was bigger than the obviously the actual baby. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, your baby, the heartbeat's just fine. But that day was like literally the worst day because I was I just like, oh, can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, because I was just like, well, that sucks. Like, ugh. I didn't have any. Uh, the last baby I 
spotted for a good chunk of the first part of that pregnancy. But I'd had a couple before, and I would occasionally, with the second pregnancy, had some spotting here and there. And they said for some people, they just have it the whole time. Well, and they said, yeah, and also they said something about, But you had heavy bleeding. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, and then... But he said, you know, oh, it could just be like the uterus shedding for the last yep. time or whatever. There can be old blood left in there when things like seal up. Yep. But the color difference would make yeah. some factor too. Yeah. So, so I I don't know, but that was just that was nuts. But it's crazy to think like the things we're both sitting here like I can't remember what it's called, but like at the time I remember talking to you. Yeah. About this, and it's like the scariest thing that's happened. It's all you think of, and while you still remember the dream and waking up. You can't remember something like the name or right. whatever because your mind but is I already remember moved the specific right. dream. <laughs> you remember that. It's kind of crazy that your body does that, though. That's kind of like those dreams where, like, in your dream, you keep going to the bathroom over and over again, mm-hmm. like, in your story. And then you're like, why the fuck do I still feel like I have to pee? And then it's your body basically telling you to wake up and use the bathroom. That's yep. kind of weird, though. So, basically, though, what you're telling our listeners here is that uh, it's absolutely obtainable. To have a baby. Is it easy? Not necessarily, but it has it gotten easier over the years? It sounds like the processes have. I would just say for anybody that's like second guessing it or, you know, kind of reluctant because it seems like a lot of work or you're just scared, just do your research and Mm -hmm. do what's right for you and your partner because at the end of the day, like, there's nothing like holding your baby. Not every, like when you do research too, don't just look on like, um, do a general search and just find websites. Maybe try to find groups on things like Facebook or other social media platforms. Or even in your area. Right. Like, yeah, like because your area or like, say you don't like your doctor or whatever, like look in places that specialize in procedures like that if you're looking or even just like if you're trying to, to start do it a family. Home. Well, right. Yeah. And if you're trying to do it at home, it'd be easier to talk to a group, I think, or like a, a community based, like friends type of situation rather than like trying to go to a doctor because it can be intimidating. Also, I think for me, I was so wrapped up on the fact like, how in the world am I going to explain this to a doctor? Were you scared? I was scared. I was scared that they were going to judge me or they were going to say, oh, that's not a good idea. Or like I had all these thoughts going in my head. But at the end of the day, I was like, this is not up to them. Right. This is not there. And I also went to a doctor that was like not in an urban area. Like I was out in the sticks. So that's why I was also like, oh, my God, like, I just feel like I'm being judged and blah, blah, blah. Did your doctor themselves treat you any differently? No. Yeah. Not at all. Um, but you still have all of those, like, oh, my God, are they? what yeah. are they thinking? Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was just, it was so nice to not be looked at differently. You were still um, just a pregnant tra- woman yeah. like everyone else. Yep. And that made it easier for me. So I... All I'll say is, if you don't have a doctor or an OB that you don't feel fully comfortable with telling find everything, to find another one because they're a dime a dozen. Yep, they're all over. Because you want to make sure, like, even up until I gave birth, I was asking the most ridiculous questions. Like, if but I felt comfortable. If they're a doctor's office, there should be no question that's a stupid question. Yeah. Pregnant, pregnant women, at least at, at mine, were always able to ask any question. 
they always encouraged you call the nurse line and their nurses call whatever. oh yeah and if the nurse oh, the nurses i loved my they nurse. know it's a stressful time they know it's a scary time they're not oblivious to it but on the flip side we've talked about my ob a little bit and while he was very to him he didn't see anything any different and this is kind of interesting because he was an older man um he saw gay couples all the time they have gay colleagues too in there but they don't obviously nobody's flashing everything around so even if you think we might not fit in or this person looks a certain way they might not like us try it because sometimes those ones will surprise you because he even though he was towards retirement was the most welcoming and would never judge anybody on anything like that of all of them compared to some of his younger colleagues yeah so don't judge a book by its cover because some of those old dogs are the perfect ones because they've seen it all, they've heard it all, they've we've done had, it all. We've had nurses, well, I shouldn't say, we, yeah, we've had nurses at the hospital that we dealt with, and um, they were maybe a little bit older than us, if not the same age, that did not treat my wife so nice. Yet your original doctor was an older man. Correct, he? and then he yeah. retired. Right. And then I had this young, Yeah. I mean, I think she's a little bit older than me, but my OB mm -hmm. to this day. Yeah. She's super cool. Right. The hospital that she works at, not so much. Which makes a difference. Right. I ended up liking everywhere that we Yeah. We went, but but what I'm saying is there are a lot of doctors out there who don't care, but you gotta try. And yep. that's with every situation though. Because even when you're not And it's okay not to mesh with them. Just exactly. find another one. Because even not having having the same situation, there are a lot that I don't care for. That's why I stayed with the same one for almost 10 years. Yeah. Because it's just, you don't, you don't click and it's an intimate thing. And if they don't make you feel comfortable while you're pregnant, then that's not right. Anyways, you should be able to go to them to ask for help. Yep. And honestly, if you're like completely unaware of what to do, you theoretically should be able to go to your regular OB and ask the questions about your options to conceive a baby as a same sex couple. Yeah. Uh, and then they will guide you into the right path. Some will have more answers than others about insurance and things like that. But either way, they'll get you started. But to they'll the get right. you started or yep. at least give you some pamphlets or something so that you can do more research on them. Um, but it is attainable. I mean, you're kind of a great story, to be honest, to think about it because you did it in a way that feels more reachable than someone who maybe feels like it's, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars and completely yep. unattainable. Now, if you were to have another baby, would you use the same donor? I think if I don't know. Ooh, I got you with that, that question. <laughs> I would say no. Okay. I think we would do I think we possibly might try a sperm bank. Sure. Um or the other person that we had talked to. Yeah. Because we talked to multiple people. Yep. Um, that we were close with and mm -hmm. that had like showed interest mm -hmm. in like wanting to help expand mm -hmm. our family. Um, so I don't know. Up in the air. But okay. I know we have talked about sperm banks too. And adoption is always a, an option for people too. I mean, yeah. that's not out the water but that's a whole process in and of yep. itself yep i do have one question and i hope this doesn't come across wrong but we're um is your donor uh are they gay either of the ones that offered 
or are they straight? One is gay and one is not. Okay. So that's where I just think it's interesting because some people might assume, well, they, they had They'll to have gone gay. to a gay couple because yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that has to be what it is. Uh, and then have you ever been approached to carry a baby no, for a couple? No, but I would love, I think that would be so cool. So if some of these friends had needed you, you would do the same for them. Yes. That's really sweet. I know. It'd I'm be really hard. Person. I know. I know. But it Trust would be me, really I thought sweet. about it. But if I can give anything to somebody that especially yeah. is given to me, or even not even doesn't give even them have the to same give... like dream and ability that you were able right. to have. That I mean, that'd be it for me. Okay. Well, there are a lot more intimate details I'm sure that we could go into, but people deserve their privacy and Google's a thing. So if you really have that many questions, I mean <laughs> Go to Google, Google paint a picture, know your anatomy, and then you'll have a general idea. Also, if you do just, just do your research or Google in general, you'll find maybe some people who will give you complete details of their whole process yeah. and their lives. There's a lot of blogs and vlogs sure. out there that we found. And you can find people who are willing to dive into the nitty gritty and the details like do they see their donors on a regular basis? Are their donors uninvolved? Are their donors, you know, a designated uncle? There's the a lot legal, of different the legal processes, processes too. It's well, a right. lot of yeah. There's a, there's a whole other can of worms, but yeah, there's also things to help you. Every state is also different too, uh, with the legal side of things. Mm -hmm. um, Did your donor have to do anything legally? Yes. Okay, that was just a general mm -hmm. question then. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So, there are a lot of things that go into it. Is it attainable, though? It sounds like it is for a lot of people. There are lots, lots of options, so don't give up Yep. hope because there are things that can happen. You can message us privately on uh, Facebook or Instagram and ask questions. We're not going to know everything, obviously, but you might be able to send them in a certain direction or at least, you know, give you that hope or that pep talk to feel like you're not doing it alone. We'd love to help in any way that we can because we love all the babies. Well, and one thing that makes me feel really, really good is that um, even though we didn't know all the answers and we were kind of mm -hmm. just like, all right, let's see what happens. We're just going to yeah. go with the flow, literally. Mm -hmm. um, it is very, very amazing to see this year specifically in 2022. Um, all of uh, the same-sex uh, baby announcements. Some of uh, which you couples. have inspired. Well, I mean, I don't know if I inspired them, but mm. I didn't <laughs> see that. I didn't see sure. that a lot when we posted our baby announcement. Mm -hmm. um, but it seemed like right after the pandemic, like this year, I was just like back-to-back. -back. Well, and it was so cool because some of our friends who got married mm -hmm. last year and then, like, now they're starting a family, and it's just like, oh. What was really interesting to me is that you said that you guys had actually, or I don't know if Talisha had, but you had never actually been to a same-sex wedding until, what Last was year. it? Yeah. And I had already been to one before because I had went to yours, yeah. but it was really interesting to hear something like mm -hmm. that that you had never. That was our first. Yep, that was our first wedding was last year. Yeah. How was it? It was amazing. <laughs> I feel like they've been the best weddings so far that I've been Ugh. to. And I've been to a few weddings in my day. Yeah. Liv, you had a great wedding. Okay. So, again, reach out if you have some questions or just want support. We're always here for that kind of thing. 
Uh, we may not have gotten, you know, super scientific, but you know what? We're not scientists, so. Or yeah. doctors. So obviously you, you should talk to your doctor before doing any processes like this anyways, even if you choose to do it at home. It's just the safer mm-hmm. option. Um, but we wish everyone well. And uh, good luck if that's a, a road you're trying to travel on. Uh, and yeah, that's it for today. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Be sure to check out our website at www.diagnosedwithchildren.com. You can check us out on Facebook at Diagnosed with Children or follow us on Instagram at diagnosed underscore with underscore children. Bye.